I V M. Hi, I'm Satyajit. Hi, I'm Rachita. Welcome to Paperback by the Open Library Project. We have as our guest today Sadaf Hussain. Sadaf is the author of Dastani Dastarka, which we discuss in the first half of the podcast. Sadaf also hosts the Nankari podcast, which releases every Wednesday across all podcasting platforms. In the second half of the podcast, we speak about The Law by Frederick Bastiat, Palace of Illusions by Chitra Banerjee Devakaruni, Feast and Fasts, A History of Food in India by Colleen Taylor Sen, Korma Khir and Kismet, Five Seasons in Old Delhi by Pamela Timms. Happy listening! One of the Hindu scriptures, the Upanishad, declares Annika Sarhi Brahm hai. The essence of food is the truth. Giving a great deal of importance to food, the sacred book goes on to remark that the enjoyer of food has no qualities, suggesting that God inhibits food. In Islam, the Quranic verse, eat and drink but not to excess, summarizes Muslim percepts around how much one should consume. Eating just enough ensures that a person lives a healthy and balanced life and is not lazy or lethargic, which will take them away from their daily routine of work. Ami often reminds me that our prophet disapproved of eating food when it is too hot. He never used to blow on his food or drink and discouraged eating food while lying down. I think he disapproved of blowing on food because the breath carries germs and impurities into the dish or beverage. Muslim families enjoy their meals perhaps like no one else. This idea can be further stretched to encompass television chef Julia Child's popular quote, people who love to eat are always the best people. Hindustani cookery is not just about indigenous dishes, but also incorporates other cultures, accepting world cuisine and making this its own. We have our versions of pasta and pizza, Chinese and other Eastern food, Middle Eastern and Mughal cooking, and many more. Think of India as a vast food court where you can have a wealth of different kinds of food, vegetarian or non-vegetarian, spicy or sweet, soups or solids, you name it and you can find it here. Many dynasties, traders and travelers contributed to making Hindustani cuisine what it is today. Much of North Indian cookery was quickly influenced by the Muslims and their eating habits, trends and techniques. In her book, in her 2007 book, Eating India, Exploring a Nation's Cuisine by Chitrita Banerjee, noted that it was the arrival of Muslims which radically reshaped cooking and eating in India. The Mughals no doubt brought a certain finesse and flair to the already existing Hindustani food alongside the creation of new and traditional dishes in the royal kitchens. Thank you, Sadaf Hussain. That was an excerpt from the book, Desi Delicacies, from the chapter High on Chai and Samosa. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Paperback by the Open Library Project. I am your co-host, Satish, the storyteller and entrepreneur. I'm hosting this podcast with my co-host, Racheta Sharma. Hi guys, my name is Racheta. I'm an ex-banker, social impact entrepreneur, writer, publisher, podcaster and inveterate learner. 
You can check out my deliberations on neural underscore pathways on Instagram and my articles for Thrive Global India. The Open Library Project is a curated library service which we offer to corporates on a subscription basis. The idea here is to create value, build a knowledge community and encourage a growth mindset amongst our members. Today on the show, Sadaf Hussain. Sadaf is an author, podcaster, chef and MasterChef India finalist. Hey Sadaf, welcome to the show. Hello. What's up? So good to have you. <laughs> that was a very that was a very interesting extract yeah. that you read from uh, the book Desi Delicacies and I believe uh, this is a chapter that you've written. Uh, yes. in the book yes okay. this is the Fantastic. chapter Fantastic. it's a new book uh, launched actually on 21st of december um, so yeah this oh, is wow. just excerpt nice. of that book fresh off the presses fresh off the so, you can still <laughs> smell the fresh pages so so tell us a little bit about how your journey started obviously you've written a, a book about food so i'm assuming your journey started with becoming a chef um yes and no both of course uh, journey started uh yeah. so i will not go back in time uh well, when i'm saying back in time mm-hmm. i mean when i was born let's take a little in the modern history which is my modern history of 2016 onward uh 2016 was when i was on the show master chef india 2016 uh and then that was i think that sort of the journey started there in that year um okay i was as i said competing all of us most of us were competing actually not most of us all of us were competing <laughs> so uh <laughs> when people came back as in they eliminated or they won i when i came out i was like you know what to do now because uh, now suddenly you have a next passion as well like right now people know you because of this particular right. thing so i said what to do what to do right. and uh, right. i was like just like everybody else i started working in food space uh, kitchen basically so i started working in kitchens as a chef but you know eventually i also realized that uh, people can by and large cook uh, chefs of course can cook amazing food um, but what they can't do uh, uh, is basically writing they have enough knowledge but they can't write for two reasons one because uh, they don't have time so that's the main and primary reason because why they can't write and uh, second they are trained to cook not to write so uh, at least the uh-huh. older ones the people who are already in the kitchen right the new ones are changing uh-huh. the entire sort of space now yeah. they are doing everything so now i said you know what i have an experience already of uh, cooking of chefing what i call <laughs> so i already have the experience of chefing why don't i get into mm-hmm. food writing um uh, that being said um i will quickly tell you what what has been an interesting stereotype well two stereotypes that i have been breaking with this uh, with both these books in fact uh, the first one which was dastan and dasakhan and this one is desi delicacies and the chapter and that i wrote in samosa and chai this one is basically an anthology so uh, there are authors from india pakistan and bangladesh and we have written different kinds of uh, stories few are person stories other one are fictional uh, so those things right now as i mentioned two no. stereotypes that i was breaking <laughs> first yeah. thing um yeah. i don't have gray hair uh, <laughs> many of the food historians that you will meet or historians you will meet uh, they have gray hair uh, mm-hmm. which which is a great thing because they have mm. been in this space in a while when when i'm saying gray hair i mean with the young people when young people write uh 
we often associate them with um, a different genre, which is like, which I call as a Chetan Bhagat genre, right? Which is a lot more romantic uh, novels uh, <laughs> where you're out of IIT college se aage, and then you're like, okay, pyaar mein pagal hue the, pyaar bhukha hua, etc. Et et so I'm going to write a book on that. Uh, right. ab, I didn't go to IIT college to write a <laughs> love story like Chetan Bhagat for people like him. Uh, I, but mera pyaar to khana hai. <laughs> so I said, let me do a food romance. And uh, that's where uh, I started working. Uh, and, and then I was like, let me explore food history. Uh, and not just history, but also let me explore the stories behind the food. So for example, butter chicken. So all these things were, were my focus uh, of my first book. But in, with the second book, as well as the first book, um, let, me, let me ask you, if I have to ask you, um, Satyajit, one dish which you think uh, Muslims eat in general? Biryani. Okay. And Rachita? Mutton. Anything related to mutton. Mutton, seek or kebab. That's ingredient. Okay. Let's go with kebab. Okay. So mm-hmm. clearly, right? So you, you said biryani and you said kebab. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. you, I'm sure you'll have enough um, more Muslim and Muslim friends around you to tell you mm-hmm. that they don't eat that, that thing daily. Uh, yeah. They have yeah. bindi, for example. Right? They eat bindi as well. Uh, but this is a basically an innate... Um, um, sort of a stereotype that we all have. And right. as I said, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just a thing that right. we have this. So with the first and both second uh, book, I tried to break this myth. I said, okay. We are more than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for example, the, this, this excerpt that I just read was the first initial paragraph of a chapter called Hayan Samosa and Chai. So why? Because Indians, Hindustanis, we eat samosa and we drink chai. Yeah. Most of us, if not yeah. all of us, most of us, right? Yeah. So, yeah. if you're saying Hindustanis, so Muslims are eating samosa. Muslims are drinking chai, right? It's as simple as that. Right. They are not eating it differently. Yeah. <laughs> what we usually say, right? Again, in, in mm. Muslim cuisine, uh, we, we say and we know as well. In Muslim cuisine, you have a strong flavors of garam masala. So, we, we, use, we do use garam masala a lot. We do use nuts. But right. in samosa, we don't. In chai, we don't. <laughs> Unless you're drinking Kashmiri kahwa. <laughs> in general, we don't. That's the kind of myth that I was taking. Um, that, right. that Muslims are always not nose deep in uh, kadis and polmas. But they have bhindi, they have uh, samosa, they have chai, they have khichdi. Uh, <laughs> so both these stereotypes, uh, a young guy can write on food culture and food history. And uh, second is that they are more and more food that we can think or imagine in this Muslim uh, menu. <laughs> um, so yeah. Right. Yeah. So in your first that's, book, that's you explored. Uh, yeah. I was just saying that's super interesting, and uh, I think that your podcast is also around, uh, you know, the similar topics, right? You're going into the history of food, and uh, so tell us a little about your podcast, and you know what all you cover in it. So. I love, I, <laughs> just like every other actor, when you ask actors that, uh, do you like your movie? Of course they like the movie. <laughs> so if you ask me, do you like your podcast? <laughs> of course I like the podcast. It's the best podcast ever on food. <laughs> um, so Arthur and I both, uh, we both look at food in a very different way. Uh, of course there's food and culture. So we both used to work together. Uh, we both have interest in a similar field. 
apart from the fact that he loves cricket a lot more than I do. I I am I don't really like cricket. Let's go with that. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. But that doesn't mean I like football. I don't like football either. I just I just, oh. I like wrestling. I watch WWE. So if you if Same I'm a grown up thanks. I'm glad there are more people. <laughs> I am grown up kid. <laughs> I am grown up. Kid. I like to watch uh, wrestling every Monday and Saturday. Yes, that's when the YouTube highlights me. Ate hain. Abhi ab chef ho and time to kam rahega. So highlights hi dekhne padenge. Subah subah utke phata par dekh lo. So yeah. So that's what I said. So Alchit likes uh, cricket, but both of us love economics and both of love both of us love uh, food. Now we thought there are so many um, food podcasts already, but many mm-hmm. of them are just covering the cultural aspect, the history aspect, but nobody is really looking at the policy right. aspect of it or the economics aspect of it. So I remember, a few days ago, we were recording on um, we were recording some other topic, but we just discussed about rice um, and grain. So we were talking about the local indigenous grains, which are our, not quinoa, but like so for these grains, for किस तरीके से पुश हुआ था रागी कुछ दिन पहले था स्विगी का आया है डेटा Which says uh, even in lockdown, the highest thing that we ordered was biryani, biryani, pizza, and other things, right? So these are the data that we try and put. So a culture hai, jo main dekhta hu, culture history, and then there is uh, economics, which Alchit looks at, and it puts us a very interesting uh, sort of uh, pedestrian. I don't think anybody else is doing this as of now, uh, at least not in India. So that's why it is really interesting, and that's why I like it. That's why everybody it's should. It's a like great it. perspective to uh, look at food with. I think uh, it will give everyone, your podcast listeners, also a great perspective on everything that goes around just policy and food, right? I mean, there's a lot yeah. of things that you'd probably never think of, and I think yeah. great job with the Nankari podcast. It releases on Wednesday, right? It releases on Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Fantastic. Up till to every Wednesday, yeah. Till we come. थक ना जाए या फिर तबियत तबियत नहीं खराब हो जाए तब तक तो मेरा भी मैनेज ही है एंड सदा वेर आर यू रीचेबल ऑन सोशल मीडिया इन केस आर लिस्टर्स वांट टू गेट इन टच विद यू एवरीवेयर अपार्ट फ्रॉम स्नैपचैट आई एम पॉसिबली ऑन ऑल द सोशल मीडिया प्लेटफार्म अब तो सिग्नल पे भी आ गया हूं आई एम लास्टली टेलीग्राम भी ले लिया टेलीग्राम पे तो पहली था टेलीग्राम बहुत पैसा आई एम ऑन इंस्टाग्राम लॉट मोर एक्टिव ऑन इंस्टाग्राम एंड एक्चुअली लिटिल लेस ऑन फेसबुक आई थिंक फेसबुक से हम यंग लोग थोड़ा बाहर निकल रहे फेसबुक हैज नाउ बिकम ओनली पॉलिटिकल आई फाइंड ट्विटर रियली फनी तो मुझे एंटरटेनमेंट कराना होता है मैं वहां चले जाता हूँ हर दिन ऐसे कुछ ना कुछ ट्रेंड करता है मोस्टली माई फूड स्टफ यू विल सी ऑन इंस्टाग्राम विच इज सदफ अंडर स्कोर हुसैन यस 
And on that note, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back, everyone. We still have with us Sadaf Hussain, author, podcaster, master chef, finalist, chef. Hey, Sadaf, that was a fantastic first half. Uh, thank you for sharing your insights and your books with us. Uh, where are the books available for purchase? So, both the books, uh, Desi Delicacies as well as Dastan Dasakhan, available on Amazon, Flipkart, <laughs> offline stores, wherever you are, you will get these books for sure. And they're also available globally. Fantastic. So, even people who are listening in Honolulu can also <laughs> get the book. Fantastic. So, uh, the next book that we're going to talk about is uh, Feast and Fasts, A History of Food in India by Colleen Taylor-Sen. So, tell us a little bit about this book, Saraf. So, um, that's one fantastic book I think everybody should read. Um, Aksar, when I am researching on food, there are two people I always go to. Uh, one of them, of course, uh, is Colin Tyler Sane, and the other one is Late Katie Achaya. I think Late Katie Achaya was the OG. Um, uh, he started, well, not he started, but but when he started doing it, you pick up a food book, and I am sure that this one food book will have Katie Achaya's quote, uh, as well as Colin Taylor Sane's quote, uh, because people have read so much. Um, now, what Colin Taylorson's book does, uh, Feast and Fast, the one that I, I have, uh, that you also mentioned that I like, um, it puts India on a very different kind of map. Um, when I'm saying India on a very different kind of map and mentality as well, that whether Indians were vegetarian or non-vegetarian, right? So things like this. She, uh, and this is not a new book, it's quite an old book. Uh, it makes so much sense. It talks from Ayurveda, it talks from different kinds of Vedas, mythology. Then it moves towards all the other era, which includes, but not limited to Mughal. It has Delhi Sultanate, it has Rajput, it has Chola, all sorts of different dynasties, different eras and years uh, till the modern history, till the modern times. Right? So that's one. Then she's also looked at food from a very state point of view, that what states eat, basically. Uh, then, of course, there's a religion apart. So, the, so let's say religion and region. So all these things plays a fantastic role in this particular book. Yeah, region plays such an important role, right? Because where, uh, you know, which state can produce which crop makes a lot of uh, their diet. So uh, I think, yeah, that's why we have this state-wise uh, different kind of meals that are consumed by people. Correct, correct. Very nicely pointed. And then, um, so for example, why do uh, people in South or people in Bihar uh, eat so much of rice, right? Uh, all Bihar people eat a lot of uh, lentils, dal, or like dal ka byproduct. Uh, why? Because growth vahi hai. So South may they have a good growth of rice. Same goes with uh, Bihar. So you have different kinds of rice dish. Um, same goes with, uh, um, let's say, Rajasthan, spicy food, right? Uh, or Gujarat, a little sweet food uh, because of the region you live in, because the weather, climate, produce you get. Same goes with Bombay, so much of sugar cane ka istamal. Um, abhi, Sankranti ke aspas, there's different kinds of usage of uh, Pohe, yafir til, good, because things are up, easily available in abundance. That's what people use. So, region plays a big role. Uh, I think more than religion, region plays a big role. Uh, religion ka khana to bilkul overlap ho jata na. 
विच आई मैं इन द बिगनिंग समोसा का तो कोई भी हो रिस्पेक्टिव आप किस भी क्लास कास्ट से हो समोसा तो खाओगे ना लेकिन कहां से हो इस पे मैटर करता है तो एक बिहार का समोसा काफी डिफरेंट होगा बंगाल का सिंघाड़ा काफी डिफरेंट होगा वर्सेस दिल्ली का समोसा सिंघाड़ा दिल्ली में सिंघाड़ा दिल्ली में समोसा होता है या फिर बॉम्बे का समोसा अलग अलग जगहों का रीजन का दे हैव ऑल सोर्ट्स ऑफ डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ समोसा या रीजन प्लेस अग रोल वेन इट कम्स टू शेपिंग योर फूड एंड दैट्स वॉट दिस फिश एंड फास्ट हैज टॉक्ट अबाउट दैट हाउ डिफरेंट रीजन डिफरेंट थिंग्स प्ले डिफरेंट रोल इन फूड वुड यू रिकमेंड दिस बुक टू ऑब्वियसली a great lesson in the history of food in india uh, in terms of uh, this great perspective which is outside religion but inside region so uh, who do you think this book would be most beneficial for to pick up i think of course if you are foodie uh, foodie as in if you are food enthusiast then of course you should pick this book up but in general as well um, people should definitely pick this book people as i think everybody should pick this book because especially in these times the times we are living in there's so much of politics happening on food itself and what kind of food we eat we should eat we should not eat and blah 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 this book puts it everything to the rest saying what jisko bolte hain hindustani culture to ye hai hi nahi so this book tells you what hindustani culture has really been uh, through different uh, these are not stories these are facts these are what she has documented and she has really done extensive research to aisa nahi hai ki matlab koi news article mein padha ya fir uh, whatsapp pe padha chip diya but she has actually done Uh, proper research read different kinds of vedas in sanskrit as well like not like not even translation but she read in different uh, real manuscripts uh, and that's what makes this book really beautiful so everybody should every indian should rather read this book fantastic to understand fantastic. not actually i would stretch that argument and say everyone should read this book to understand indian food and when i'm saying everybody i'm i'm talking about other outside india as well great that's a great book recommendation i think uh, it really put india in a different perspective uh, globally as well yeah. so the next book we are moving on to is korma kheer and kismet five seasons in old delhi by yes. pamela timms so tell us a little bit about this hmm. one so this one was initially na <laughs> um it's been i think i picked this book up 3 4 years back somebody else recommended me i don't even remember who recommended this book but someone said oh you should uh, check this book out and you were going to totally love it and that person was right i totally loved it um for two reason reason number one ye hai na ki uh, iske jo story telling hai na is very simple okay uh, when i'm saying very simple it's like bolchal ki bhasha like the way we are talking there is no jargon there is no big fancy words that we have uh, in this particular book so that's why it makes it very relatable second thing pamela tims actually stayed in old delhi so this book is about old delhi's food um एंड दोज पॉपुलर फूड तो इसमें निहारी भी मिल जाएगी इसमें कौरमा भी मिल जाएगा इसमें अलग अलग चीज़ों के जो पुरानी दिल्ली में चाट फॉर एग्जाम्पल उसकी कहानी है नॉट जस्ट कहानी बट स्टार्ट कब हुई थी बेसिकली ये सब चीज़ें एंड एवरी थिंग फ्रॉम हर परस्पेक्टिव सो इमेजिन लाइक इफ यू जस्ट क्लोज यू आईज एंड इमेजिन यूर सेल्फ सिटिंग ऑन अ बैल्कनी राइट एंड यू आर लुकिंग आउटसाइड एंड सींग द ठेला वालाज एंड द खोमचा वालाज एंड द पापड़ी चाट वालाज जस्ट लुकिंग एट दैम एंड सींग थिंग्स हैपनिंग अराउंड दैट पर्सन इट जस्ट मेक्स ऑफ अ रियली गुड पोर्ट्रेट अ रियली गुड इमेज इन योर हेड एंड विथ हर राइटिंग शी हेज डन इट सच ब्यूटिफुल एंड ग्रेसफुली दैट यू विल जस्ट थिंक एज इफ यू आर सिटिंग विथ पामेला टेम्स एंड शी इज टेलिंग यू और यू विल थिंक दैट यू आर इन पुरानी दिल्ली 
एंड यू आर बेसिकली टेकिंग द टोल सारी गलियों में घूम रहे हो आप पुरानी दिल्ली का एक अच्छा टोल मिल रहा है आपको काफी इनफैक्ट आई वॉज रियली एक्साइटेड बन आई रेडेड कुछ कुछ जगहों पर तो मैं भी नहीं गया था तो मैंने बोला यार यहाँ जाना है तो कुछ पुरानी दिल्ली वाले पूछा मैंने कि यार आई वॉन्ट टू गो टू दीज पर्टिकुलर प्लेसेज एंड देख चलो एंड वेन आई वेंट सो रीडिंग इज वन पार्ट बट इमेजिन दैट यू ऑलरेडी हैव द पिक्चर राइट बिकॉज शी हैज ऑलरेडी पोर्ट्रेड और पेंटेड दीज पिक्चर्स फॉर यू बट वेन यू गो देर एंड वेन यू सी दीज थिंग्स लाइव यू देन ट्राई एंड मैच इट एंड से एक अच्छा ऑथर हाँ एग्जैक्टली कि ऑथर ने ना ऐसे पेंट किया था ना वेन यू आर सींग दिस एंड यू ट्राइंग टू मैप इट कि अच्छा ये तो ऑलमोस्ट हु बहू वॉट ऑथर पेंटेड इज वॉट यू आर सींग हियर and that's what makes it beautiful and the reason i'm saying and before you ask who should read it i think the first thing first people or person the the community should be authors authors should read this book uh, budding authors ya fir koi bhi hai na they should read this book and it's so fascinating that you know foreigners are writing about indian mythology or indian history and indian food so right. definitely very interesting you know yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of the times for the truth true history to come out it takes an outside perspective because anyone writing from from india it's like you know the winner always rewrites the history so a lot of the times people coming in from the outside offer like this fresh perspective as to things which we probably since we are born in here in india we are not able to see it as clearly so great great book choice and like you rightly said as they say touche my friend touche <laughs> <laughs> great so the next book we're moving on to is the law by frederick bastiat tell us a little bit about this book yes now this is a very interesting thing uh, frederick bastiat wrote this book called the law now a lot of people would think of saying are aap to khane pe likhte ho ya fir culture pe likhte ho to ye what is this law doing in your uh, repository mm-hmm. or in Abhi your library economics bhi aa gaya aur law bhi aa gaya very interesting exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, so not many people know that aise khane se pehle ek aur life thi meri mm-hmm. which was i was into public policy space economics basically um but here's the twist i am a graduate of advertising i am not even a graduate of economics oh. but it was the fact that i was working in an economics think tank uh, i felt very um i won't say f- i felt dumb <laughs> but i think in a way incompetent when you are meeting other economists you are making meeting people like montex nalwalia you are meeting gochan das you are meeting manmohan singh and all those people right um all these people you are meeting and you are not able to hold conversations and you want to hold conversation but you can only hold conversation when you know right. things <laughs> मतलब फैफिंग अराउंड तो नहीं कर देना आजकल तो लोग फैफ करते हैं ज्यादा कि इरेस्पेक्टिव पता हो चाहे नहीं वो बोल देना है सो आई ट्राई एंड नॉट डू दैट सो आई सर ओके लेट मी टीच माई सेल्फ लेट मी ट्रेन माई सेल्फ इन इकोनॉमिक्स सो वन ऑफ माई कॉलीग्स ही सजेस्टेड दैट वाई डोंट यू डू यू रीड द लॉ ही गेव मी टू बुक्स टू रीड द लॉ एंड अदर बुक कॉल इकोनॉमिक्स इन वन लेसन Okay, and these two are basics. Uh, economics in one lesson. The reason I'm saying I didn't bring that up because that's a good book, but and people must have read it already. But the law is economics. Understand? It's a little easier. Hota hai, law ke hisab se. Law is a little difficult. Hai. <laughs> um, isme Friedrich Bastiat uh, again is not a lawyer. Uh, was a journalist. Okay, was a journalist, and he wrote a book on law. how to understand law and again very international uh, he he is not an indian guy of course 
लेकिन द थिंग्स ही टॉक्ट अबाउट इन द लॉ इज समथिंग विच वी ऑल कैन रिलेट विथ ओके बड़े ही ओवर आर्चिंग मतलब इन डेप्थ डिस्कशन किया है बट ब्रॉड टर्म्स को एंड दैट्स वॉट मेक्स द लॉ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग एंड वाई पीपल शुड रीड इट and as i mentioned he wasn't a journalist he wasn't a lawyer um, and i related with him because i am not a i was and i am still not an economist um, i was teaching th- like i was teaching myself I, everything was on my own right so that's why i like the law and i uh, recommend people to read law to understand basics of law at least yeah so important because actually the law language and jargons used are so difficult that you know you lose interest sort of when you're reading a book but if it's like Correct. simplified and it's easy uh it's yeah. it definitely opens your mind to at least want to know more true so this is a very precursor basics like 101 ye pad liya phir aage chal jao and the beautiful thing is by the way people who don't like reading uh usme aakhri mein mere khayal se 10 ya 12 pages hain mm. which is like a, which well which are comic strips now these comic strips will help you understand the concept and also these are like summaries to pure chapter ka summary ek ek cartoon strip diya hua hai so what good that you want now ab kya kidney de do log a great book recommendation and uh, definitely one yeah. for anyone who starting to get interested in economics in law to pick up and yeah. uh, the last book that we are moving on to is uh, palace of illusions by chitra banerji and uh, of course best selling book and uh, tell us why this one special for you sara ah uh, this one is actually very mm-hmm. special <laughs> uh, why why actually very special because kafi time hota hai na that you have a book and uh, you lost it okay you lost it you gave it to somebody else uh hota hai ki aapne chhod diya matlab you didn't pick up the book and you left it somewhere like theek hai okay it doesn't really matter but this was one book it mattered so much that i actually left this i forgot to pick up this book from i was traveling to bhopal and i forgot to pick up the book from my flight right usi mein chhut gaya when i reached bhopal i started looking for the bookstore like pehle mujhe bookstore chahiye because i really want to know about this particular read the book completely like end to end and uh, so that's why it's, it was it's really interesting because i went back to buy this book again now we all know about uh, if we don't know that just to give a uh, summary so to speak is that this book uh, looks at mahabharat from tropodi's point of view now mahabharat is one of my absolute favorite trail or like kahani jo batate hain ye matlab i don't think isse better tale likhi gayi hogi kabhi bhi <laughs> it has everything like for example when you look at ramayan okay um ramayan has clear characters this is the winner I mean, this is white. This is black. This there is no grey. When you look at Mahabharat, everything is grey. Every single damn thing. Um, you think Krishna is really amazing, but then towards the end, you're like, no, 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 Krishna wasn't. Then you start questioning Krishna only. Um, the the entire like the whole of uh, Mahabharat, you keep on reading, and you'll say Pandav were the amazing people, but towards the end, when they went to Upar, when they died. they weren't really great people right uh, so everything they think every people like is layered everything is nuanced now the amazing part that chitra banerjee did was imagined a character draupadi right women in general indians indian history kya matlab world mein hi baat kar lo women always have been neglected still are much i would say they are in a better position now than they were before um 
what Chitita Bajaj did, like, often we blame Zopati for Mahabharat. We blame Sita for Ramayan. Okay, कि तुम्हारे कारण हुआ है जैसे बोलते नहीं एंड अगेन आई नॉट टू साउंड कॉन्डिसेंडिंग दिस इज वट दे से दैट दुनिया में सारी फसाद की जड़ औरते हैं राइट नाउ वट चित्रता बैनर्जी एज अ वुमन सो दगेन इफ आई एम राइटिंग फ्रॉम अ वुमन्स परस्पेक्टिव आई माइट मिस आउट ऑन सर्टन डिटेल वाई बिकॉज आई एम नॉट अ वुमन राइट सो आई कैन एम्पथसाइज विथ यू बट कैन आई रियली पुट माई सेल्फ इन योर शू आई डाउट आई डाउट चित्रता बैनर्जी बींग अ वुमन wrote a beautiful perspective from zopadi saying what zopadi was seeing um, so be it the entire love story uh, not a love story but like the conflict with karan right that how she was also interested initially in karan when she was getting married swamvar mein kya hota hai zopadi ka naam kaise kaise kata hai so i mean the lovely part was there was this a, a one वन ऑफ द पेजेस दैट इट इट टॉक्स अबाउट दैट द्रौपदी का नाम किस तरीके से खाया कि दे जस्ट नेम्ड द्रौपदी बिकॉज डॉटर ऑफ द्रुपद दैट्स इट सो सुचित्रा बैनर्जी सेज कि जब भाई के नाम में सारे दिमाग माथा पच्ची वहां कर दिया गया बट जब नाम मेरा आया तो दे जस्ट सेड डॉटर ऑफ द्रुपद द्रौपदी राइट देन शी बिकम्स पांचाली वाई बिकॉज वाइफ ऑफ फाइव पीपल फाइव हजबेंड सो so it starts with such basic things that you you never kind of questioned and uh, and then it ends with on all the, like that's why i think i think it's like a beautiful food <laughs> when it it hits all the right perfect notes right and that's what it this book i mean especially if you if you believe well if you are a feminist or if you're not a feminist if you just want to uh, understand things from women's perspective and also read mahabharat then i think this is a beautiful book to pick up Yeah, I think for the whole yeah, picture, <laughs> like puri kahani kya thi from all perspectives. It's it's nice. I mean, we should Correct. know what the women thought. So, what Satyajit said, right? That history is written by the winners. Um, unfortunately, this is really a horrible thing that women aren't really winners, right? Unko matlab. That's what the history. I guess given that opportunity to even be in a you know leading role, so. there was no question of you know them being winners they just had to follow certain rules yeah. and regulations so there have been few instances jahan pe they did great and then people like oh great uh, women have done so many amazing things um, so and that's that's what uh, chitra banjir is they like yeah. look at mahabharat from the opposite point so of view such beautiful it's story so important to look at different perspectives because like you rightly said we have we have in our mind what is the mahabharat and what is the ramayan but if we do look at it from different characters that whole story takes a different turn completely and i think that's what she's done amazingly here and as far as true, true. you know it's it's like like you rightly said it's one of the best tales ever told and just giving it such a great interpretation to one of uh, the leading characters because this was a perspective that was missing for so long so fantastic book to pick up yeah fantastic read sadaf it was great having you on the show um these are some great book recommendations same here thank and you and i all our listeners anyone interested in food in india in the economics of food please do check out uh, sadaf's podcast it releases wherever you listen to podcasts uh, on wednesday it's called nan curry and also his books are available on all bookshops as well as on amazon and flipkart So great having you on the show Sada. Uh, it was really interesting and we hope to have you again. Thanks a lot. Surely it was really fantastic discussion. Thanks a lot.